0: Welcome to the Built for Playmakers podcast. I'm your host, Kelvin Hunt, editor of ChopChat.com. I want to welcome you guys. It's been a long time coming. You know, I've been covering the team since 2016 at ChopChat, you know, writing about the program every day. And I've always wanted to have a podcast. You know, really the biggest problem was finding the time to do it, uh, being that, you know, I I work in education. I've been working in education for the last 18 years. But just finding the time to, you know, put, you know, the, the text to, uh, to a microphone. And so I was approached by um, the Believe um, Podcast Network about doing an FSU podcast. And I thought, man, you know, this is a sign that it's time for me to, you know, to jump in. You know, the season's coming up. You know, it's a, it's a great time to, you know, just kind of grow with the team, uh, you know, as they work to get back to uh, an elite level. Um, but first of all, I want to um, pay my respects to Coach Bobby Bowden. Um, I did an interview with um, ESPN um, the other day, and um, somebody asked me, you know, what Coach Bowden meant to me, and, the, and I shared this on Twitter, um, and you can follow me at KH um, Chop Chat. And um, I thought I said, man, I wouldn't even be talking to you right now if it wasn't for Coach Bobby Bowden. You know, I would not be a fan of fsu more than likely if it wasn't for coach bobby bowden you know i wouldn't put the time in to write about this team every day if it wasn't for coach bobby bowden and i thought that the service they had over the weekend was was it was amazing it was great to see the former players and um, everyone just talk about how great of a man he was we already knew he was a great coach but just to hear the stories of 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 how great he was you know was inspiring you know and, it, and i thought man you know i I was like, man, I've been working in, in education for a long time, and I feel like I've impacted a lot of people. But, you know, just to see the scale that that he acted, you know, impacted people, and I was just like, man, I felt like I haven't done anything. <laughs> so, you know, it was it was inspiring to, to see that. And really, um, you know, I want to challenge myself to do more, to be a better person, be a better dad, be a better husband. And, um, you know, but, again, just wanted to pay my respects to Coach Bowdom um, you know, he, he's um, he's the great, the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, here we are. Um, we are less than three weeks away from the, the Notre Dame opener. Um, it's exciting times. Uh, the team just finished their first week of uh, fall camp, just had the first scrimmage in all intents and purposes. It sounds like uh, things are trending in the right direction. It looks like we have a legitimate quarterback battle. It looks like Jordan Travis is improving as a passer, which is key. You know, last year we we all saw what he did with his legs. It was the limitations in the passing game that um, limited him. And we also saw when he got banged up from running so much, that that limited him as a runner. And if he wasn't able to run, then, you know, really he, he almost became a liability out there. So if he's able to pass and take some pressure off having to use his legs so much, if he's named a starter, then, you know, that's going to be a a great thing. Um, But then again, you have um, Mackenzie Milton, you know, who just doesn't seem like he's um, a practice player. And I wasn't, you know, in college, I played college baseball. I wasn't a practice player either, you know, but when the lights came on, you know, hey, it was go time. And it seems like that may be the case with Mackenzie Milton, um, you know, even going back to um, his days at UCF. But there's a lot of a lot of camp left, so I don't want to draw too many conclusions about the first scrimmage. It seems like both of them played well, but um, you know, a lot a lot can change between now and the end of camp. You know, we we saw you know the same thing happen in the spring, with uh, Jordan Travis being the most consistent one. But then, as camp you know kind of drew to an end, we saw Milton begin to emerge, and you know we saw him play really well in the spring game. Um, you know. I don't care who the starter is, uh, whoever gives us the best opportunity to win. I think both of them are going to play, uh, in some regard. So I'm, I'm not really sweating who the starter is. Um, it's a great problem to have. It's a problem that we haven't had at FSU. Gosh, in, in years, as far as having two competent quarterbacks. So, um, I'm excited, man. And, uh, and I also want to look at, um, you know, look at where Jordan Travis was last year. He didn't even really practice. Um, you know, obviously, COVID shut everything down. And then fall camp was like just, you know, it wasn't really a fall camp. And he didn't even practice then that much. Uh, even Mike Norvell said that. So for, for Jordan to jump in there at Jacksonville State and save us there midway through the second quarter and lead us to a comeback and, and then you know play, play really well against Notre Dame and obviously led – the upset win over North Carolina for for him to jump in there and do that without any practice, and for the coaches to game plan around his limitations to make the offense at least have you know a pulse, you know you know and you look at the first series of every game and how productive they were on those series, the scripted plays and obviously once those ended you know things kind of you know went downhill. But I thought that was promising, and I think having fall camp and the ability to install and get those repetitions reps in that they missed last year you know I think that's going to be big time and um you know I, I've said it many times you know I think I think the quarterback play is going to be improved and when you have good quarterback play you, you know you can you can do some things um and that kind of leads me into what I want to go into next um you know a lot of people out there you know talk about FSU and the standard and you know the team not being as talented as it has been in the past and that's that's absolutely true it's not you know, but at the, you know it's not it's not as talented as say the you know 2015, 16, 17. Uh, it's not as talented as the 2019 team. But at the same time, in 2019, you know Wake Forest, you know we went up to Wake Forest and they kicked our ass. You know, so it's not about you know, talent is important, but you know it's not it's not the you know be all end all. You got to have you know buy in. You got to have um, Coaching, you know, you got to have player development. You got to have all those things, uh, and one, it's almost like baking a cake. You got to have all the ingredients to be successful. You know, so um, you know, and I've I've written about it. What you know, FSU is more talented than Wake Forest right now. They're still more talented. They're more talented than Syracuse. You know, they're more talented than Boston College. You know, really, the biggest difference between FSU um, right now and those teams basically is. You know quarterback play, and, and 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 not being developed over the last couple of years. You know obviously they lost all of last year to, to COVID, and then the the regime before Mike Neville, You know they just didn't do a great job of developing players, and that's the biggest thing. So if they get good quarterback play, and and they all play together as a unit, then I think I think they're you know they're going to win some games. Um, and surprise some people, not saying they're going to upset Clemson or any, anything like that. You know, that's 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 not going to happen. But I think they'll win the majority of the corn flip games on the schedule as long as they don't beat themselves. You know, so in uh, and, and talking about the talent level, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like people look at the standard and say, well, you know, FSU has a standard and we need to meet the standard. And that's absolutely true. But at the same time, you're not going to you know you're not going to be at a certain level and then fall off and just jump right, right back up to that level you know it's it's kind of like if you work out and you know let's say you bench and you you got a trainer and you know he's pushing you every day or, and you're motivated and you you reach an all-time high on your bench press let's say you bench 315 400 pounds or whatever you're like oh yeah yeah you know I'm doing well and then let's say you um, you get injured, you're out for a time or your trainer decides to do something else. You lose motivation, whatever. Then obviously, if you've been out for, you know, a couple months, you know, you're not going to just jump right back in there and do 400 pounds on the bench. You know, it takes it takes some time to to get back up to that level. And that's what we're looking at with FSU right now. Um, you know, they're not going to jump right back uh, up there overnight and beat, uh, you know, the top teams, you know, this—it's a process, you know, and this, you know, it's kind of like, you know, somebody that used to be in shape, and they, you know, they, um, you know, they, you get out of shape, you know, gain weight. Well, you know, they don't gain all the weight overnight. They don't, you know, get out of shape overnight, you know. And usually, the same amount of time it takes, you know, it took them to get out of shape, you know, it'll take that time, if not longer, to get back in shape. But if you, you know, if you were in pretty decent shape, usually you can expedite that process. And FSU is a, is a program that, uh, that kind of fits that mold. You know, they, you know, they're, they're that, that person that was really in really, really tip top shape and, um, you know, just fell off, you know, kind of like, you know, I had one of my favorite sayings, you know, fell off, fell off like Big Mac toppings. Um, but. You know, they they had the capability of bouncing back really quick. You know, we saw that when Jimbo took over in 2010, Um, you know, we saw that defense in 2009 and it was like, what in the world is happening? And then we saw it in 2010. You started getting players in players in here like Lamarcus Joyner and, um, you know, Christian Jones and all those guys. And you saw what happened within two or three years. You know, we were competing for a national title and, and won one. And, you know, not saying that we're going to win one in three or four years under Mike Novell, but, you know, Florida State is a place that, you know, you can you can get players that can be difference makers to get you back up to that elite status, you know, fairly quickly. And so and we see that, you know, we see that, you know, kind of happening, you know, now this season this year on the field is going to be hugely important. Um, They're going to have to show progress. They're going to have to show improvement to keep the players they have in the class. Um, you know, they, they have some, some remaining targets out there that are absolute difference makers. And if they can, if they can show progress on the field and, and land those guys, then we're, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see some, we're going to see some, some improvement really quickly in the program. Um, and we, you know, and one of the key, one of the key things, you know, is, um, you know, coach Novell understands that having quality quarterback play um, is a must. And you see that, you know, he's already addressed that position um, for 2022 and 2023. And obviously we still have to sign those guys, but, you know, he understands what it gets, what, what it takes to get back to the top. And I've talked about it a lot of times, you know, even, even with uh, go back to FSU um, when, when FSU was running things and Clemson was trying to overtake FSU you know, one of the things I always go back to was, you know, Jimbo began to miss um, at quarterback. You know, he he began to miss the elite guys, and Dabo Swinney began to hit on the elite guys. And he, he, if you go back to two thousand and fifteen, FSU was you know the far more talented team, but they Clemson won that game because Deshaun Watson played out of his mind, right? 2016, FSU is still more talented than Clemson. And, of course, the the refs helped Clemson as well with the flag on uh, Freddie. But Deshaun Watson played out of his mind, right? Quarterback was the difference, you know, in those two games. And, obviously, you know, after Watson, you know, they had Lawrence and, um, you know, and, obviously, FSU has not hit on the quarterback since you know, Jameis Winston, really, and you see where the direction those two programs have gone. So, you know, Mike Neville addressing the quarterback situations, you know, is going to be big, and um, you know, just getting those players to buy in and, and play on one accord is going to be big uh, moving forward. And that, you know, again, that seems to be the case. You know, they're all, you know, they're all talking the same language, um, you know. But again, we won't know how things shake out until we we see the actual games. But, um, you know, I think I think the biggest thing I want to see from this program, I wrote about this um, on Sunday's uh, post um, talking about, you know, the five biggest concerns going into the t- 2021 season was one of the biggest things I want to see is, you know, just this team have a mentality of, of, you know, wanting to dominate someone. You know, a lot of times we'll see them, you know, come out and just be lackadaisical, you know, it's almost like they're going through the motions out there. You know, we, we kick the ball off. You know, teams will go down on their first possession, to score a touchdown. You know, we'll go three and out. And it's like the other team will score again. And it's just like, you know, it's just we have no chance whatsoever. Unlike back in the day whenever Florida State would, you know, as soon as they got on the field, it was almost like, you know, the game was over. You, are, you know, They already knew they were going to win the game. And um, I want to see I want to see that type of I want to see that type of mentality. I want to see guys, you know, being really physical in the trenches. Um, and, you know, and that that seems to be coming, coming, you know, from just looking at footage and just hearing you know, hearing people talk about the program. That seems to be happening, you know, at practice. You know, uh, Mike Novell talked about, um, you know, having a spirited practice the other day and guys being chippy and and competitive you know, that's that's what I wanna see. You know, as long as um they understand they're on the same team at the end of the day, you know, I wanna see those guys competing. You know, that's that's how you get better. Um, you know, that competition brings out the best in everybody. And um, you know, so I, I you know, I, I'm I'm really excited to see how they come out there against Notre Dame. Um in Notre Dame, you know, they lost they lost a lot. You know, I wrote about um Notre Dame announced their their starting quarterback, um, Jack Cohen, uh, I think that's how you say his name. He's a Wisconsin transfer. And um, I looked at him, you know, and he's not a bad player. Uh, but, again, you know, he, he transferred for a reason also. Um, but, it, you know, it, it'll be up to FSU's defense to, to um, you know, not make him look like a Heisman Trophy winner out there. But, you know, he can make some throws. And, um, you know, Wisconsin used him a lot on first down. He threw a lot on first down, um, like 38% of his passes were on first down. And that's where a, a lot of his production came. But whenever it got to, um, third and 10, 37, 30, you know, obvious passing situations, um, a lot of times, you know, he, he would throw short of the sticks and, um, they only converted about 31% of those opportunities, uh, when it was third and seven or more. So, um, I think you know the defense will just just need to stop the run against Notre Dame, and you know I'll talk about this later as we get closer to the game. But since they announced the starter, I want to just kind of you know uh, touch on that since I wrote about it on the site. Um, and if you haven't if you haven't read that, you can go to the site and, and check it out. But um, you know so uh, Notre Dame, you know they have their quarterback, so um, FSU can start game planning, looking at footage, and see you know what he does well, you know what he doesn't do well. And hopefully um, Adam Fuller can, um, you know, put a game plan together and um, make those guys, um, you know, put those guys in good position to make plays and hopefully they can execute, execute the game plan. But, um, but yeah, so, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and end things here. Um, I want to hear from you guys, though. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still getting used to this, this whole uh, podcast thing. So I want to hear from you and tell me, you know, what questions you have I'll, you know, I'll entertain any and all questions that you may have um, about the program. Um, you know, love, love to hear uh, from my readers. Um, I interact with guys on Twitter and girls on Twitter, you know, daily. So, uh, again, you can follow me um, on Twitter at K.H. Uh, Chop chat. Um, and you can also follow the site. Um, it's at chopchat underscore. Um, I'm on there all the time and um, always talking um, to uh, our fans about FSU football. Uh, You'll find me talking cash, money, uh, uh, trash talk to our our Miami and and Florida rivals and and whoever else wants them, you know, so we get on there and we have a good time. But I really would appreciate it if you guys would, you know, again, uh, subscribe, download, um, you know, tell any FSU fans, you know, about the podcast. You know, I, I don't want to be just a, a, a replica of all the other podcasts out there. You know, I'm going to give you, um, you know, my, you know, my um, my thoughts on the program, um, how I see things. And um, hey, we're going to have fun. So, again, looking forward to it um, again. Subscribe, download. Uh, tell everybody that, you know, and um, help us grow the program and um, look forward to seeing you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe dot com and search for B.L.E.A.V. on YouTube.